Hi, this is Dr. Rahi, and you're listening to The Treatment, your source for all things health, wellness, and beauty. If you like what you have heard in today's episode, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. Thank you. I'm here today with Dr. Lakeisha, an OBGYN, integrative OBGYN based out of Maryland. Thank you so much for coming on my podcast and talking to me about your experience. And I'm really excited to be discussing certain topics with you, especially PMS today. Awesome. Thank you so much, Dr. Rahi, for letting me come on your podcast. I am just so excited to have this conversation today. Me too. I'm super excited. I'm super excited that you're an integrative gynecologist. That's actually something that I need. Too bad you're not closer. (laughs) (laughs) We'll probably work something out. (laughs) That's great. Um, Can you tell me uh, a little bit about your practice and how you decided to make yourself learn so that you could incorporate integrative medicine into your gynecology practice? Awesome. Absolutely. So, um, you know, I am from Alabama. I, t- I say that I'm a grits. I'm a girl raised in the South. Uh, you know, I am such a Southern, Southern girl, but I, I left um, Alabama when I got accepted into an early acceptance program into medical school at Loma Linda University in California. Wow. And sister institution of our institution that I went to for undergrad, which is Oakwood University. And, you know, I always told my parents, probably from around 12 years old is when I remember saying, I want to be a doctor, you know, that kind of a thing. And I remember it because my mother, who's an educator, um, she actually was an educator for, um, you know, college um, at the college level. She was doing a project in the community helping women that um, were single moms. And I think they had to watch the miracle of life or something like that. I just remember this video coming into the house and I sat there and I watched and I was like, I want to do that. That is so cool. And so, I mean, it was just like this, oh, wow, you can like help somebody birth a human. And I remember telling my parents who both were educators, my father was elementary. And like I said, my mother was collegiate. And I said, I want to be a doctor. And they were just like, okay, so you need to find yourself around a doctor because we don't know what they do and you need to find out what they do. So I I did from like 13 years old till college, I worked in a doctor's office and I was able to see all the aspects of of the doctor's office. And I ended up going to his alma mater as well. So he was very instrumental in getting me into medical school. And so- Um, What kind of doctor was he? He was an internal medicine doctor. Even though seeing all the difficulties we see on a daily basis, you still were inspired to go to med school. Absolutely. I just, it was, I felt at home when I was with patients, when I was doing the patient side. Well, you know, he actually, when I got to college age, he would let me go on rounds with him. So I'd be able to kind of, you know, he let me put on my lab coat and he'd let me come in and see what he did. And I was just like, Yes, this is this is where I need to be. I need to be with people at this point in their lives. Now, it was in medical school that I solidified that I wanted to be OBGYN. 
But, you know, a lot of people would probably look at me and say, oh, wow, she was able to check off all the boxes nicely, you know, got reacquainted with a college classmate, got married, they have kids, you know, all that. But that sounds very perfect. Right. It does. Right. But super perfect. Dr. Rahi, can I share my real story with y'all? Yes, please. Because I did. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So my, you know, like I said, it seems like I checked off all the boxes. It seemed too perfect. And there are days in your life where you will never forget. And for me, it is April 2nd, 2009. And it's the day that my husband had to come to the hospital and tell me that my father had died. And it was the most devastating day of my life. I can tell y'all that. I mean, like I said, I come from a two-parent home, very close, tight-knit family. And I felt like I was in free fall. And not only that, 10 months later, my grandmother passes away. So 10 months, I am reeling and my body just starts doing some crazy stuff. I remember sitting on labor and delivery one night, my blood pressure was 160 over 110. And the nurses were like, do you need to go to the ER? And you know, doctors were like, no, I'll be fine. You know, your limb is coming on, oh, I'll be okay. (laughs) That's so true. And this is when I really started reevaluating life. At this point in our lives, we had one child, um, had another one on the way, and I was just, I was not happy anymore. And was I that was- elevated blood pressure, you were pregnant? No, that was actually in between pregnancies. Okay. So, I, right, I wasn't, I didn't have the elevated blood pressure in pregnancy, but my, my body's just now starting to shut down. You know, we didn't end up having our second child and I am still just like, what's going on? I just need, you know, am I supposed to be here? What, you know, kind of, you know, you start, what is life? You know, that whole thing. And I decided that I needed to take a step back and really start working on me, my family and kind of, how do I, what do I do? And so through therapy, I have to tell you, my therapist was very instrumental in helping me through that time, through finding the right doctors, and then also starting to understand, you know, what my school's model was, which is to make man whole. And I started really diving into the world of integrative medicine on my own. And I found a place where I actually, you know, started working part-time and I got my own labs done and my body was a mess. And so I learned through that process that I found a way to heal and I found a new way to give my genius to the world. And so I'm an integrative gynecologist, a hormone specialist. I'm a speaker, best-selling author, and I, and I help women mainly in the perimenopause, the menopausal space who are suffering with depleting hormones, get their hormones balanced, regain mental sharpness, have energy all day and remember just how beautiful and vital they are. That's so beautiful. I feel a little emotional from your story. I'm not gonna lie. That is so beautiful. Um, I feel like I've experienced something similar in the sense that there, there was a phase I went through where I felt like I didn't have a purpose. Mm-hmm. I also, I also felt just burnt out and depressed, but not from the same struggles that you had, but 
just understanding, I, I understand how shifting your life is possible, but mm-hmm. yes, <laughs> but I also understand how hard it is to do mm-hmm. that. It's amazing when, because a lot of times there are physicians that preach something, but they don't practice it. Like, I like it when a doctor can be honest about their own struggles and also can share their path to wellness because I feel like we all need to go through that. So when someone doesn't really talk about it, I feel it gives you that barrier between you and the other person and having that relatability is important. Absolutely. And I'm so glad you brought that point up because I felt like a fraud at one point where I'm telling my patients, oh, you need to make sure you exercise, you know, what are you doing for yourself? You know, you, you know, you know what we do, the yeah. checkbox and the, okay, you need to make sure you do this, make sure, am I doing it? What, what am I doing? Am I giving from an empty cup? And that's what was happening. I had nothing to give. Let me, let me tell you, Dr. Rahi, there was a time where I was coming home, I was feeling exhausted. I mean, just spent, just spent. And what I was doing was I was coming in, I had given all I could give at the office. So I was taking care of my patients. I could, you know, tell them what to do. I would drag home. I just wanted to get under the covers. I didn't want to have sex with my husband anymore. And I kind of like that guy. I mean, he's kind of cute. You know what I mean? (laughs) And I was just like, the brain fog was enormous. And I was just, I was gaining weight. I didn't know what to do. I just felt awful. And so, like I said, as I've been on my own journey and been able to incorporate, I give my patients the tools I'm using now. That's what I do a lot of. So for instance, and I know this is probably going a little off track, but this is part of the integration that I do. Part of the plan that I put in place is helping them to even curate their own healthcare team. So who's on your team and who needs to be on your team? Because we need different people for different aspects of our health. I love that. So that, that's what I do. And I, and I realized I need a mindset meditation coach. I need a chiropractor. I need an acupuncturist. I need a, I need a stylist for my hair that really knows how to really understand how our bodies affect what's coming out of our head. I mean, and she's phenomenal. She has been with me since before our daughter was born. Okay. Wow. So, and I love, I love your hair. <laughs> Thank you. It's great. It looks great. Thank you. I actually like your whole style. Thank you. And you know, these are the different people and I do have my traditional primary care. I have an internist that helps me. I have my OBGYN. So I do have my traditional, what some people would say your traditional doctors, but I have a whole team and I'm learning who else still needs to go on that team. I, I need a massage therapist too. I need that so bad. Yeah. And I also have a yoga instructor. I do too. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. So those are the things that, I, that I've that i started incorporating along with 
what I do on the inside is what I tell people. It's not only what we do on the inside with balancing hormones, but it was also the way that we structure and you're able to support yourself. And yeah. that's the entire picture. That's, that's amazing. Um, I like how you have curated your own support group for yourself because everyone needs that. Yes. To get through life, we all need support. So, um, but for a patient that doesn't know all of this, how do you approach, like what's step one um, for a patient to find the right provider, even someone like you um, that can really give them the tools to create their own health journey? Uh, that's a great question. So for me, um, you know, I'm on various different social platforms. I realized that I had to step out of the office. So I tell patients a lot of times that you've got to kind of start doing your own research and find people because we're out there now. Those doctors that are doing things out of the realm of the four walls of the office may be the doctor you're looking for maybe the person that is supposed to be on your team. And so, you know, I have patient, I've learned to step out of my comfort zone because, you know, Dr. Ayat, we're taught you, you're supposed to be in this little four walls. You're supposed to be the white jacket. You're supposed to not be so approachable. There's supposed to be this barrier, you know, so you're, you're supposed to have all the answers and, what I found is we're all in this journey together. I just decided to go to school and learn a specific part of this way in the world, which is being a doctor and learning certain parts of your body. And that's what you're coming to me for. And I really just want it to be almost like a conversation with a girlfriend that just knows a little bit more than you do. And you're just like, um, I just need some help here. You know, can we, can we have a conversation, please? And so I tell patients, you may have to do some research. And I tell patients all the time, you know, it's okay to fire your doctor. And they're like, wait, what do you mean? And I'm like, if you've come in contact with a doctor and they're just not, there's just not that connection, it's okay to look again. It's okay to look further. And so a lot of my patients find me in very non-traditional ways. You know, they'll find me through social media. They'll find me on various different platforms. And I have a way that you can connect with me where we can have a free consultation and we can see if we're going to be a good fit. So that's the way that I've kind of structured my practice. And then if we're talking and I feel like I actually have a resource that's better for you than me, I'll give it to you. That's amazing. I love meeting integrative doctors because just the approach is so open. And so it makes you feel comfortable sharing. When I see a traditional doctor, I'm too, I will not now, but the more I get into to integrative medicine, the more I realize my patterns with my history of seeing traditional doctors mm. would immediately get closed off and I would become like a completely different person and I wouldn't really like talk or share much. I think it was just like the approach a traditional medicine takes when between the physician and patient interaction that made me so closed off. Yes, yes, yes. And that is what that is one of the stereotypes or barriers I want to break. 
I want you to be able to be open enough so that I can help you because, you know, there is intimate information that I need to know. And so being, feeling comfortable enough and safe enough. So that's really what it is. Feeling safe enough to say, okay, this is what I need. And so most women will, they'll cyber stalk me for a while. You know, that's what it is. They'll kind of look around. They'll see, okay, what is she talking about? Some of them will get my book. You know, because they're like, okay, the title of your book. If you oh, the title of my book is The Other PMS, Your Survival for Perimenopause and Menopause. And it is a way for them to start understanding what's going on in their body. Because my one of my sayings is this is the talk 2.0 that your mother never had with you. So this is part of the second phase of life that a lot of us go slamming into. And I feel it's one of my jobs to help you glide into that and ease into that. Traditionally, I guess from the Western medical route, there wasn't much for PMS, uh, sorry, menopause or PMS, which I want to talk about, by the way. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> but there's like a lot, I think historically, like you know, traditional Chinese medicine and Ayurvedic medicine, and maybe some other, even native Indian medicine. Um, I think they all have like nice approaches to how to help with menopause. Um, do you incorporate all that when you talk to the patient? I do. I incorporate a lot of other therapies in terms of introducing them to, and that's part of curating their team. So um, we'll talk um, a you know, a little bit about herbal supplementation. We'll talk about, you know, how exercise impacts. We'll talk about gut health, but that's where I reach into my Rolodex of super friends because I know my limitations. I know I'm not a herbalist. I know that I'm not a guru in the gut health. So I have that Rolodex of super friends where I'll say, okay, this is what we're working on now. This is where I believe that we need the next piece to the puzzle. So let's get this person involved. So this is the referral I'm gonna give you. Or, you know, depending on which package they're in in my program, in my practice, they'll be able to do it themselves. So there are different ways that I'm able to help them to be able to incorporate new lifestyle tools is what I, I really give them so that they can be the best them. You know, I know everybody's talking about living their best life or yeah. it's about feeling the best for you and not this person, that person. Look, No, but my best is different. True. Very true. So yeah, I, I incorporate a lot of mindset. I incorporate a lot of, you know, introducing meditation. We talk a lot about how the parasympathetic, sympathetic nervous system can actually hijack our system. And that even, you know, that plays into PMS as well. Um, so this is, it's a whole person approach so that you understand how you're connected. You yeah. know, I tell patients all the time, medicine has done a wonderful job of dismembering the body. Everybody looks at their Yeah, yeah, very, very compartmentalized. And because the body is a whole and it function as, functions as a whole. So you can't really just break it down into pieces and say, I'm just gonna look at the heart and that's it. It's just the heart. Exactly. Exactly. You have to know that what happens in the chemicals in the brain, the neurotransmitters, the signals that come from here that affect mm -hmm. other organ systems, how that's going to show up on a daily basis. Yeah. 
And so I do a lot of teaching in my practice with my patients where I tell them a lot. We, we really go through, they, they come to biology class. <laughs> Let's shift into talking about PMS because I, I, I'm sorry, I'm very biased about this topic because I kind of want to talk about it because I suffer from PMS. Um, and at the same time, as a physician, I suffer from PMS. Shouldn't I have had it under control by now? <laughs> I, I know that guilt. I understand that physician guilt where you're like, I should know what to do, right? <laughs> yeah. And it is, it's one of those things where you have to take the S off your chest and you have to take that superwoman, you know, that S off and you have to allow somebody else to kind of have another set of eyes on you. And um, I understood that when I had my children because our pediatrician is actually my cousin and she is awesome. I call her the child whisperer. It's so funny because she'll get stuff out of them that I'm like, didn't mommy ask you that at home? <laughs> understand really um, but she said something to me when our oldest was born she said you be mommy and you let me be doctor I love that she was like don't try and be both she said so you just be the mommy and I am learning when it's time for me to be the patient let be the patient you know, give the information so that your healthcare provider can make the best plan and decision for you. So when it comes to PMS, let's, let's bring it back to, to your question. Um, what I have come to find when it comes to PMS is that there is usually an imbalance in one of the three big hormones that controls our cycle. So y'all are going to get a little bit of teaching right now. I always tell my patients, think of estrogen as the hormone that makes the grass grow tall. So that makes the uterine lining start growing, getting ready for an egg to come plop on the grass so that a pregnancy can grow. Progesterone is in charge of the lawnmower. Okay, so it sits around and says, hey, was there an egg fertilized? Nope, okay guys, it's time to mow the lawn. Now progesterone should hang around still after it gets the signal for a little while and say, okay, all right, now go. But sometimes after it gets the signal, progesterone says, all right, I got the signal. Y'all know what to do. Okay, I'm, I'm out, right? And that's when progesterone drops too low, too fast. And that's where we can get this imbalance and we can get the breast tenderness we can get the breast fullness, the soreness. We can get that mood where we just don't feel quite like ourselves. That's when our sleep can become interrupted because progesterone has several jobs, y'all. I call progesterone the kumbaya hormone. So progesterone. I love this. I love the way you break it down. So progesterone, it also goes over to the adrenal glands, which is your stress pathway. And it gives a little bit of fuel over there. It says, hey guys, does she need some help getting through this day? Cause she seems a little stressed. And the adrenals say, yes, please, can you give us some? And then progesterone also goes over to the brain and says, does she need some help getting to sleep? And the brain says, yes. Serotonin says, I sure could use some help. So progesterone works with serotonin to help initiate your sleep. And then testosterone comes in, plays tag team and says, hey, I'll help her get restorative sleep. 
So that's why when I see someone that has those symptoms of PMS that actually get exacerbated when it comes to perimenopause and menopause, because your hormones are so are shifting and the levels are not what is right for you. And that's where we have to figure this out for you. I love that. So um, personalize, it's really personalized and you can't really um, say for one patient why their PMS is, is exacerbated versus the other. Exactly. Long that, story short, going back to the beginning, you need to be my doctor. <laughs> I, like I said, I think we could work something out. <laughs> um, so what, are, are there like, do you recommend hormone replacement therapy and combination of supplements? Like when a patient comes in there, they're, they have PMS, what are your approaches? I mean, I, I don't want to encourage people to do things at home by themselves, but just, just so we have an idea of, Absolutely. you know, I can, I can give some general things because like you said, it needs to be personalized. So I encourage patients all the time, please, please, please have somebody looking over your shoulder so that they can help you to understand if something's not quite right, why, and what you need to do to change it. But some basic things that we can all do as adults in this world, just kind of traversing through this world and making sure that we have what is on board, making sure our adrenal glands are supported, okay? I mean, they are, I, I, so here, you, as you guys can probably see already, I love stories, I love analogies. So here's yeah. another one. If you think of yourself as a car, the engine in that car are the adrenal glands. So they're gonna help you get through your day. They're gonna help you meet the demands of the day. They're gonna help you, you know, stay alive that day. If you swerve on whatever interstate you're on and miss that car and you don't have that accident, you feel that flare and the micro tremors come in your hand. That's the adrenals making sure you stayed alive. Because all of a sudden you're focused, you're, you know, you're, you're able to do something in a split second, your decision making. Now, when everything in life becomes that near auto accident miss, then the adrenals are in hyperdrive and they start hijacking the system and taking over. So something very simple can be finding some type of adrenal support vitamin. There are a lot out there on the market. Uh, most of them usually have some type of blend of adaptogenic herbs, which are like ashwagandha or L-theanine, rhodiola, yes. the vitamin B and C are usually in there. And those are, the adrenals love, love, love those. So if you support the adrenals, give them what they need, they'll leave everybody else alone. They'll <laughs> say, thank you, thank you, and I'm good, and I'll stay over here in my lane. I, that's amazing. Um, I, I take ashwagandha, um, and I take a ton of supplements every single day, but finding the right supplement is also difficult, right? Like the right branding, the Absolutely. right quality, if it's organic. Um, so that's another important reason to see your practitioner, so you're guided in the right direction. Because exactly, supplements all over the place now. Everyone right. Everyone. Exactly. Um, do you also? Are there any mushroom mixtures that you recommend? Um, I'm not familiar with the mushroom mixtures. That's something I'm going to have to get into. Oh, I'll I'll definitely send you some stuff over regarding Yay. that. Yeah. Morning. Yay. Oh. <laughs> 
The other thing that um, I have some patients do that are still having their cycles and may have some PMS issues is also seed cycling. So that's something that you can do with certain yes. seeds. So certain seeds that you'll actually ingest at certain times of the month can actually support your adrenals to either calm down or even support your ovaries to make a little bit more of what you need. And so that is something that we can, that I sit down with. Um, and like I said, I don't have a lot of patients in that category in my practice, but I do have some. And so we'll, we'll talk about seed cycling. And that is something that, that is, um, that you can do too. But again, under somebody that is watching and helps you to figure out which seeds are right for you. I have actually never heard of that. So I'm more curious to learn about that too. Um, I really think a lot of this would be applicable to all women. And I think all women should be really mindful of like their cycle and their habits around their cycle. And I don't think we're taught that in like how to like adjust ourselves during the month. Yes. Yes, yes, I totally agree. And I feel like as a mom, that's probably like one of my missions. I'm like, okay, I've got to make sure that she understands, you know, and I have to pull back and, you know, like, because she just said the other day, she's like, Ma, you know, when I ask you a question, there are times where you give me so much information. <laughs> and I just wanted a yes or no. <laughs> that's so cute. <laughs> She's nine, but she's so intelligent. There are times where I have yeah. to. She's only nine. The doctor. Oh, she's so cute. <laughs> yes, um, I, I feel like it's my mission. Ah, are all the women in the world. <laughs> um, thank you so much for speaking with me today. Again, like I said, there's so much to learn, and I, I'll probably have you on again so we can discover another topic on integrative OBGYN because to be honest with you I, I need so much help in that realm for myself and so if I need it I know like lots of women need it so <laughs> thank you and what's your Instagram so that everyone can find you or whatever social media platform is your favorite sure well um actually you can find me on Instagram Twitter Facebook and on Clubhouse at Clubhouse. Dr. That's where we met. <laughs> that's it. Um, at Dr. Lakeisha MD. That's D R L A K E I S C H A M D. So I'm on all platforms under that name at Dr. Lakeisha MD. Um, I love being on Clubhouse. You can join me and be a part of my club, the Hormone Hotties. So if you find me there, go and join Hormone Hotties. We're going to be doing an awesome, awesome challenge in March. So that's going to be amazing. I'm getting so excited to, to launch that in March. And um, you can find me um, on Instagram, like I said, the same place. My book is The Other PMS, and you can buy that at theotherpms.net. Thank you. I'm going to look all that up. I know we're already friends on Clubhouse, but now we're going to be friends everywhere else. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Thank and I've had a wonderful time, Dr. Rahi. Thank you so much for letting me be a part of your podcast. And again, yes, I love, I'll come back. You have, you ask, I'll be here. Thank you. Have a good day. You too.